All right, so do you just avert your gaze when you walk past uh, David Ross in the clubhouse areas and the concourse? Do you, do you look at him straight in the eye, or, or what do you do when you see him now that he's been complaining about the roof? <laughs> oh, man, I actually think it's really flattering, to be honest. I think it's great. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. In for Vince Petrano, here's Eric Bilstadt. So Summerfest, Michelle, kicks off its final weekend today, and it looks like tomorrow night there's going to be a Super Hole Cornhole game. So it's going to be in the Sports Zone area right by us where our studios are. And it's going to feature some well-known people. It's going to Aaron Jones is going to be part of this Super Bowl championship. Uh, Tyler Hubbard, country singer, who's actually playing uh, Friday night at the U.S. Cellular stage. Nikki Garcia, formerly Nikki Bella. She's a TV personality, host of the game show Barmageddon. We're doing a little cornhole tomorrow. Is it like a giant cornhole or something? Like, what is the no, super? Just playing part? bags. Okay. Well, I think it's just a. There, there's actually going to be a competitive competition with pros okay. beforehand, and then these celebrities are going to come and throw after that. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So that's happening tomorrow at Summerfest. What's in store for today? WTMJ's Mike Spalding has a preview. But I don't Rockers, the War on Drugs, headlined the Uline Warehouse stage at 9.30. Christian music singer-songwriter Lauren Daigle headlines the BMO Pavilion at 9.30. English Renaissance man Youngblood brings his musical talents to the Generac Power stage at 9.30. Country artist Dylan Scott headlining the Miller Light Oasis stage at 10.15. And Madison's very own Young Gravy returns to the big gig for his second headlining show at the festival. He plays the American Family Amphitheater at 7.30. Now, originally, AJR was supposed to play again tonight, right? Right. After Jimmy Buffett canceled. Mm -hmm. But then AJR, um, they're brothers. All, each letter of the band is one of their, in the beginning of one of their names. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, their father got sick, really sick, and passed away. And so they had to cancel. And then they were supposed to open for Imagine Dragons That's on right. Saturday. And not doing that either. Likely, right. Right. Yeah. right. 714, we have sports in a minute. It's sponsored by Holiday Automotive at Highway 23 in Fond du Lac. Holiday Automotive, it's worth the trip. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The I-94 rivalry wrote another chapter on Wednesday night. This after Mike Talkman doubled in two runs and scored in a three-run ninth inning off Brewers all-star closer Devin Williams as the Chicago Cubs rallied to beat the Milwaukee Brewers at American Family Field. This one by a final score of 4-3. to three. Line to left, and it's going to drop. And the Cubs are going to tie this game. And the throw to second. Talkman is in there with a double. And the Cubs right back at him. 
Bob Euchre on the call right here on WTMJ. It was a crushing defeat for the crew, but if there was a bright spot, only a couple there. It was Adrian Hauser, though, who threw five innings of work, only allowing one run and just six hits. You know, I thought, you know, Adrian just he threw, he threw some balls and he had, he had more swing and miss than he usually has, which is good. I um, thought he was really good. His fastball was really good. Um, so just a little different. Freddie Peralta will look to help split the series later today against those Cubbies. Coverage will get underway right here on WTMJ beginning at 1235. From the Diamond to the NBA as the in-season tournament for the league is starting to take shape. The final four of the NBA's new season in tournament will take place on December 7th and December 9th in Las Vegas. Full details on the competition, including groupings, will be unveiled Saturday night in Las Vegas on ESPN's Today. And we're going to stay within the NBA, stay local here in Milwaukee, as Bucks two-time MVP Giannis Antetokounmpo had a, quote, cleanup procedure two weeks ago on his left knee. But don't worry, Bucks fans don't hit the panic button there. Head coach Adrian Griffin assuring all things went well for the Greek freak. Well, you know, yes, he, he had a routine surgery on his left knee, and it, it went great. Uh, everything went as planned, and we expect him back uh, ready to go in training camp. Sham Sharania from The Athletic also reporting that Giannis is uncertain for Greece's FIBA World Cup play later this summer. So the coach Griffin there threw out the first pitch of the Brewers game yesterday. Today, a Cubs fan is going to be among those throwing out the first pitch. So Jim Saletta, a longtime fire chief from Illinois, a Cubs fan, saved a Brewers fan's life 15 years ago. That guy's name is Tom Schrader, and I spoke with him yesterday. And Tom and Jim have been going to games, Brewers-Cubs games, every year since as a way of celebrating life. In fact, Tom tells me that his family is going to be there today, his grandkids, people that he wouldn't have seen had this guy not saved his life. We're all looking forward to celebrating together this 15-year milestone and uh, for many of them they'll be meeting Jim for the first time so that's going to be exciting. So you can also confirm that there is at least one Cubs fan who is not insufferable? Yes. (laughs) 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 That is one one that I know is not insufferable. Yeah there is one and he's throwing out the first pitch (laughs) today. Incredible story. 719. Wisconsin's Morning News with Vince Petrano. Vince is back Monday. Eric Bilstead here along with Michelle Richards. Debbie Lasca on the roads. Brandon Snide handling sports. And thanks to Greg Hill for keeping us on track. Um, you uh, are a Costco member, correct? I am a new-ish Costco member. Really? So, yeah. So Costco recently has gone the way of Netflix, cracking down mm-hmm. on the non-members. And basically what the Costco membership is, is you have your card, you pay so much, and whatever it is, what, 25 bucks or whatever it is? No, it's more than that. 60. Yeah, 60 bucks. Mm-hmm. That's um, for the regular membership. And then you can get the executive membership, which is more. But I think I did the math and you'd have to be spending like six grand. Okay. That's a lot of money. Which you could. I mean, they have furniture. They have patio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, set, you know, I mean, they have tons of stuff. vacations there. You could just buy toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, so Costco says it's going to crack down on the membership deal because some people have been able to sneak in there and are showing a different card. That's not them. They're finding ways to pretend to be a member, but not really. Um, did you notice that when you went to Costco that they've been cracking down? I did not. And I was there yesterday and I was on the lookout for it because I had heard you talking about this story 
and I didn't even see other people getting checked, and really? they didn't—they didn't look at my ID. So you have your card that you right. show when you walk in the door. Now, does your card have a picture on it? It's or no? on the back. Okay, because mine doesn't have a picture on oh, it. Oh, okay, yeah. But mine, anyway, mine has a picture, and I—I I just kind of flesh. I held up my card as I walked in, and I was expecting to be asked to turn it over so he could compare my picture, and he didn't. So. Hmm. And you were a little disappointed. I was. I was like, come on, I need people to be bothering me when I'm shopping. Well, so and that's what a lot of the Costco membership folks that that were surveyed on this were a little annoyed by the idea of them cracking down. Not because they weren't members, but they didn't want to be bothered by it. Don't hound right. me. Well, didn't you over have somebody somebody who was stopped like four times in yeah. one trip or something? Yeah. yeah, that's annoying. So now there are ways for those who are not members, um, there are ways that you can kind of crack down and sneak in still. So Business Insider has the scoop on this. You can shop online without a Costco membership. Non-members are able to buy items on Costco.com and through Instacart, where about 2,000 fresh and frozen groceries, household items, yada, yada, are available. The best pricing and certain products, however, are reserved for members only. So the savings compared to another retailer like Walmart might not be as substantial for non-members. Mm-hmm. So that's one way you can still uh, buy at Costco if they're cracking down on you. Another way is to use a Costco gift card without a membership. Uh, popular workaround is to use this Costco gift card known as a shop card, which allows shoppers to access the warehouse to use the funds. The hitch, though, with this approach is that shop cards are only available for members to purchase, and they have a minimum value of $25. So if I said to you, hey, can you give me a couple of cards, then you could buy those for me, mm-hmm. and then I could go if I wasn't a member. So we should get that for you, Greg. It'd be a nice little treat. Would you... Maybe for your baby. <laughs> All right, I'm in. <laughs> and then the, the third option is to go as a guest of a member. So you can still go in. Uh, members can bring in two guests with them to the warehouse, but there's a hitch there too because technically only the member is allowed to pay for the purchases. So if you go as a guest, you're supposed to still be just a guest. Huh. I'm not sure how often they crack down on that, but they say they're cracking down. Had a couple of people text in saying that, yeah, they've noticed it, but... I didn't notice it. You haven't noticed it. So I'm not sure if this is just a Netflix ploy of we're going to talk about stuff like this and, and hopefully that'll prevent people from sneaking in. So far, you've been happy with your, your membership? My husband <laughs> hasn't after I tell him how much I spent. Oh, my gosh. Well, so according to Business Insider, the bottom line is it probably makes more sense just to pay the fee because it's, yes. re- it's refundable anyway, so you're better off just paying for the $60 membership fee. It actually makes financial sense to just pay the charge for shoppers who will make multiple Costco purchases per year. That, according to Business Insider, as they look into the Costco fiasco. 727, a lot going on here for the rest of the program. Lots to get to, including trivia with Mark Tauscher. We'll do that at 750. Michelle gets to play today, so that's an added wrinkle to the game that Brandon Snide will give us. Again, that's uh, about 750 today. And of course, Matt Arnold, the GM of the Milwaukee Brewers, joins us for Brewers 360. That is at 745. And actually, the so far, that Threads app... <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of nice. It kind of looks like Instagram. It's it's kind of easy to use. I don't know. Maybe it'll work. Um, I don't, I think what it is, it's just that you get so tired of hearing of the same people. So here it is, Zuckerberg and Elon Musk. I mean, two guys that are like now like wanting to cage fight two billionaires that are just 
Huge egos here. Rebecca Jarvis had a great point on this. She's from ABC talking about these two. Two of the wealthiest people on the face of the earth, but they have still found time in their incredibly busy schedules to challenge each other and to agree seemingly to physically fighting each other. Silicon Valley is still a relatively small place. It's personal. There's a deep rivalry here and threads just ups the ante. There's just so much ego here. And right now, what do we see? The latest numbers show 10 million users already using threads, which just launched last night. Ooh, ooh, new social media, new social media. Here we go. Brewers 360 with Matt Arnold is next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Mike Talkman doubled in two runs and scored in a three-run ninth inning off Brewers All-Star closer Devin Williams as the Chicago Cubs rallied to beat the Milwaukee Brewers by a final score of 4-3 on Wednesday night. Freddie Peralta will look to help split the series later today against those Chicago Cubs. Covers will get underway right here on WTMJ beginning at 1235. Brewers 360 sponsored by a holiday automotive joining us now on WTMJ for Brewers 360 is Matt Arnold our guy our senior VP and general manager of the Milwaukee Brewers hey Matt hey guys good morning good morning all right so do you just avert your gaze when you walk past uh, David Ross in the clubhouse areas in the concourse do you do you look at him straight in the eye or what do you do when you see him now that he's been complaining about the roof <laughs> Oh, man, I actually think it's really flattering, to be honest. I think it's great. So I, I have no issues with it. Um, whatever they want to think is, is perfectly fine with me. So uh, I just take it as a compliment, to be honest. What are the rules? Is there a specific rule in place on what can and can't be done? Yeah, I, I believe there are. I mean, I think there are, uh, you know, I think you can only open it uh, once uh, throughout the game. I think it has to be approved by umpires at the league level at some point. You know, there, there are a lot of different uh, mechanics around that. Um, you know, honestly, I think, you know, the, the issue we had, I think that that specific day, I think was something honestly mechanical. Um, but, you know, I, <laughs> I, you know, I just focus on the, the, the product on the field, to be honest, <laughs> rather than the roof. Uh, speaking of your product on the field, Matt, right now you're in second place, two games behind those surging reds. Can you provide us with any update on Brandon Woodruff? I know he ramped up some throwing. I believe it was last week. Is there any update timeline that you can provide here with the uh, Brewers uh, starting pitcher? Yeah, absolutely. He's been he's been throwing and, and progressing to the mound, uh, which is great. And then you know once he gets there, then it's just about getting feel for the baseball. You know, working on spin uh, and then developing a, a little bit of length for him so he can be able to work back into a rotation. So I, I would assume he'd probably go on a, a handful of, uh, rehabilitation, uh, assignments and, and get him going hopefully here, uh, maybe a little bit after the all-star break, hopefully. Speaking of all-star break, Matt, it's always a, a time. I'm sure your phone is probably buzzing a little bit more than usual with the, uh, with the trade deadline, what's it, what's it talk me a little bit through what the, what the trade deadline is like for a general manager, especially, in your position where you're in the, in the race for a division championship. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I mean, we obviously want to do what we can to help this team. And, you know, so we're on the phone a lot and, and, you know, I think one, one of the challenges right now is that we actually have the draft coming up in a couple of days as well. And so the calendar isn't that friendly to front office guys. Um, so we're, you know, we're, we're grinding pretty hard right now, getting ready for the draft and also for the trade deadline. So on the phone with a number of GMs, uh, from other teams, and I'm, you know, I'm hopping out of a draft meeting to take those phone calls, 
uh, and then popping back in. But, you know, we're staying plugged in and doing what we can to help the, the big league team for sure. I still love hearing those stories about the NFL GMs who call and prank each other during the draft and bug each other just to throw them <laughs> off while they're on the clock. Do you ever consider doing this? I've had a handful of pranks during the draft myself. Um, you know, I can I can share a few of those over some beers maybe at some point. Um, we've we've had we've had a couple of good laughs where some guys have gotten me pretty good, uh, and I owe them back actually. But uh, no, it's a lot of fun, and um, you know, it's a, it's a great time to compete with uh, with your friends around the game for sure. Hey, Matt, before we let you go, we're chatting with Matt Arnold, the senior VP and general manager of the Milwaukee Brewers. I know Rowdy's banged up first base. Is that a priority when it comes to, okay, are, are there areas where we can upgrade the club? Are you looking at the, the corner there? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, Owen yesterday, um, you know, had, had a little bit of a tough stretch there, but, but he's had a great season overall. And, and that being said, you know, we're always looking to upgrade our club, and, and certainly if there's an opportunity to, to improve there, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely take a look. Always appreciate the candor, Matt Arnold. Have a good one at the yard today, okay? Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Brewers 360, that's Matt Arnold, the senior VP and general manager of your Milwaukee Brewers. Tausch is up next, and we got ourselves a trivia to do, so we need a caller. We do. Let's do caller number 6-855-616-1620 on the Old National Bank talk and text line. Caller number 6 right now, 855-616-1620. You get to play trivia with Tausch. It's the most important pick you'll make all week. Who are you going to pick? This guy? Yeah, give me something with a little texture. Come on. This guy. It's innuendo, Eric. Lovey-dovey yes. is not lovey-dovey. For him. I'm never going to be the best-looking, most charismatic. It's going to be about coming from the heart. The choice is yours. It's time for Trivia with Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Mark Tauscher on the program, sponsored by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and by Kohler Services. Tausch, are you ready to play some trivia? Uh, I am ready to, to play some trivia. A quick question for you guys before we do trivia. Right. Did you know that we uh, July 3rd is an actual work day and it's not? Um, it wasn't an off day? Uh, yes, I did know that. That's why I took a PTO day on Monday. Oh, it's interesting because we had, uh, we had a little confusion on that. And I said yesterday on our show that July 4th being on a Tuesday because then if you want... You take a day off on the 30th of June. Mm-hmm. You get the 3rd. You get the 4th. It's probably the best to get off. And then I found out, well, actually, July 3rd isn't a day off. It's just July 4th. <laughs> right. So it, that threw a little bit of a ringer into the plants. Yeah, so what are you going to do next year? Actually, I think next year gets bunched, uh, pushed to the uh, Thursday. So you, you could just well make a long weekend out of it. Yeah, I actually thought Thursday might actually even be better because then you could do the same thing. But everybody's going to take the fifth off. Oh, for that, sure. I would think, right? And yes. People will sneak off on the third and then maybe come back and reset on a Monday instead of a Wednesday. And there so, are also those knows? people, though, Tausch, who still work on that day, but there's like really no work taking place. Yeah. So Monday's like a camp day at the office. Yeah, I, I was going to say, if you're not actually out of town or doing something, it's a great day to actually work because, you know, yeah. it's not really going to be <laughs> it's that. It's not really work, right? Okay. Let's play trivia. Joining us on the program, Jeff from New Berlin. Good morning, Jeff. How are you guys today? We are doing great. Okay, so Jeff, if you don't know, here how is how the game is played. We are presented a trivia question by Brandon Snide. One of us has to get the answer correct. You need to pick whether it's going to be Mark Tauscher who gets it correct, myself, or today. I don't know. She's pretty brainy. 
So depending on the question, Michelle Richards. So you can pick one of us three, or if you don't think any of us will get the question correct after three clues, you could pick Brandon Snide. Who will you choose? This is pretty tough because you guys have all gotten so many right over these <laughs> next, these past couple weeks. So, um, who uh, who's filling in? Michelle Richards. Ooh. I think I'm going to go with Michelle Richards. She's so wow. Here we go. Right, here we go. I'm not you sure how I my feel day. about that. Girls are always smarter anyway. <laughs> it's true. It's true. All right. Today is one of my favorite days. Today is National Fried Chicken Day. Did you guys know that? I did not know that. Today oh. is National Fried Chicken oh. Day, one of the most well-known franchises, as we all have seen. Kentucky Fried Chicken was first founded in 1930, but the first franchise was the first franchise location was not in the state of Kentucky. Which state? was home to the first KFC restaurant. Wow. Hmm. This is a good one. That's <laughs> a very interesting question. How would it not be Kentucky? <laughs> <laughs> right? First question I have, but all right. All right we need a clue, uh, I'll I take think. a clue. Yeah. All right. This state is the second driest in the United States just after the state of Nevada. Utah. That is correct. Yes. <laughs> Got it. I did not think he was going to get it after that clue. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Who knows that? Hey, I, I eat a lot of KFC, I guess. <laughs> that was pretty good. I was going to say Arizona. What are, the, what are the other clues? Uh, this one I put in there because I, th- I feel like it was going to throw you guys off a little bit. The state bird is the California gull. California gull. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this state I, was nicknamed the Beehive State. Did you know that? Uh, that would I would have known that one. Yeah. You would have known that one? Okay. And then I have yeah. this state was home to the 2002 Olympic Games, the World Olympic Games. Oh, that I would have gotten. That, uh, that was the very last, like, fifth, sixth clue in, in line. But I am. I thought when you said driest state, you meant uh, non alcohol. Uh, with no alcohol. I didn't know you were talking uh, topography and weather. If, that, if it would have been alcohol related, it'd have to be number one, right? I believe so. I would think. Yeah. Interesting. Now, I don't know what yeah. would be two. <laughs> it's not It's not Wisconsin. Not here. Jeff, thanks <laughs> no, for playing. Uh, try again another time, my friend. Thank you. Michelle, sorry to steal oh, your thunder. Sorry, sorry I was to let you down, Eric. Jeff. I'm, I'm impressed. Mm-hmm. I'm also a little angry. When Whenever the clue, whenever we don't get to clues, Billstead wins. That's if true. If we get into more than one clue, <laughs> you, you he usually that. is. He, he goes at it early, and if it's he's going to be wrong, but he's going down swinging, yeah. and he, he nailed it today. I learned a long time ago during the origins of this program, <laughs> of this segment on this show, I learned a long time ago I cannot hold the bat on the shoulder. i got to swing. <laughs> Tausch, you're going that one. <laughs> Tausch, talk to you tomorrow, bud. All right, man. See ya. That was trivia with Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Let's get to business headlines now from the Milwaukee Business Journal's Sean Ryan, sponsored by Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. Retire well with Kowal.